Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Yeah! Yeah! ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Beautiful Thursday. We got a big one o'clock hour. Todd Furman in Vegas. We're going to play McKnight at the movies. The winner will get one of those White Sox voucher, uh, holiday voucher packs. You can exchange them for tickets to like 60 plus games next year. So that's very cool. If you want to ring us up, you can at 312 332 3776. We're talking a lot of Bears, obviously. Bulls Bulls lost a tough one last night. They were first of all they were down big. They were down double digits most of the second half. They were out, they were down like six with fifty seconds to go. And they got it tied with about fourteen right. seconds left. And then the magic pulled this off. Into Ben Carroll, six on the clock. Paolo Ben Carroll inside for the lead. Got it to go with 1.4. Bulls still had a shot, but no timeouts. Here's Williams. Oh, two dribbles. You gotta get a shot off. Behind Ben Carroll will win the game. Uh, yeah, you heard Adam. I mean, you got to get a shot off. You think what? What yeah. is Patrick Williams doing? He would have had a good look too. The minute he got across the timeline, like get a shot up, dude. Yeah. What are Do you something. doing? Yeah, he would have had a good look. Did you see him say there are no timeouts? Was it because Vooch was because Vooch was calling timeout? The refs missed that. Bulls lose. They fall the four and eight. I'm not quite sure why. I know Alex Crusoe is their best defender, but he's like their best perimeter defender. I don't know that I'd have him guarding someone five inches taller than him who's just sort of overpowering to the basket. And then Bancaro put up a little sort of like 10-footer to win it. I don't know why Caruso was guarding him there when you've got Craig on the floor and you've got Patrick Williams on the floor. I was surprised at that. I also don't know why there wasn't a little bit more help. And then Billy Donovan said afterwards, yeah, well, we got to be quicker with the help. Okay. Uh, was that expressed to anybody before the play? I, 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 listen, I, they're four and eight. They're, <laughs> I don't know what really to say. They're four and eight. Uh, you know, like they're four and eight and Zach might get traded and Caruso's, I would think Caruso definitely gets traded. Like Bleck made the point yesterday. If this continues to be crazy not to shop DeRozan around, at least get something. Yeah. He's a free agent at the end of the year. I mean, he didn't play last night. He's got a personal matter. I hope everything's okay with DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, he did not play. They wouldn't really say much. I don't know if he's going to play tomorrow. I think they play Orlando again, right? They got a tournament in-season tournament game tomorrow against Orlando. I think they play Orlando it's again. tomorrow, Friday? Tomorrow's Friday. In-season tournament. In-season tournament. Yeah, in-season different tournament courts. Tomorrow, right? Different, different courts. courts. Different jerseys. Different stay. courts. You guys, I'm it. telling you the court. You know, like, you know whose it's courts. It's so distracting. You know whose court's not bad? Like, Golden State's. Because yeah, it's, all right. it's different because just the strip runs the Lakers, down the middle. The Lakers one isn't bad either because it's it's a lighter color. Yeah, it's mostly yellow it's on the court. Right. But like the Bulls, the Nuggets, Ugh. the Bucks, it's terrible. The Phoenix one last night was disorienting. It's terrible. Uh, Denver's was De- Denver's the worst. Denver's is terrible. Yeah. I mean, you... And you know what's so sad about this whole thing? I know you guys aren't going to do a full segment on the in-season tournament. You know what's sad is the league has actually gotten off to a pretty good start because what do you know? When stars play, the NBA product is actually pretty damn good. Even early season games. The games are pretty good if guys are playing. That's what's so stupid about the tournament. 
Yeah, you, you know, look, you don't really need it if you just would have maybe passed this rule a couple of years ago where right, you're incentivizing right, right. teams. Not that you need a tournament to incentivize them. You make it a penalty if guys aren't playing for legitimate reasons. I think Chris, you guys are wrong. Well, you what? You think the tournament helps? Yeah, I mean, look, you had two fights on tournament night last time. <laughs> you had yeah, two but, fights. But here's, here's the thing: you don't think players care? Yeah, but they're they're Draymond's no, no. a maniac. No, there was I mean, another <laughs> game. There was another fight. You don't no, think players care? Five like, gamer. I understand that that stuff happened all on a quote in season tournament yeah. night. But I, the thing with that is, these teams aren't even. The players don't even know what the in-season tournament or when they're playing. Like, if you only played the same team over and over again, I understand some animosity building up, and then you get some frustration released, and there, there's scuffles that take place. But like the second game of the in-season tournament, two random teams going head to head, like no one cares. I know. So what is Orlando doing? Orlando's just hanging out for the day. They get a day off in Chicago. Paolo Bancaro running around somewhere. Go find him. Remember, we used to play Yankee Doodle Dandy. Love it. They play the Magic again tomorrow night. Let's play it but, again, um, Yankee Doodle Dandy. <laughs> just not with the Yankees. I'm ready. Uh, I, I, you know, they're four and eight. They, I, no moral victories. And what we're going to say again, like, well, they came back in that game. And then it was sort of clunky the way they finished it. Yeah, you tied it. You came back. Good. You didn't win. Your last defensive possession was kind of head scratching. And then... Patrick Williams can't even get a shot off with a full set, of, a full head of steam, looking right at the, looking right at the shot clock. I don't understand it. Like, how do you not get a shot off in regulation? I mean, it, what are we supposed to say about them? What are we supposed to think about them at this point? Yeah, they're four and eight team. They're not good. Uh, they won't play three thirty three basketball for the whole season. No, they won't. That's but true. they'll be at that thirty six win mark. Thirty six. Right? It's about right. Well, the total was 37, Yerk, so maybe. I don't know. Well, Sylvie so keeps saying they'll be. get to 40. I kind of feel like Sylvie's right. They're going to be like a 40 and 42 team. If they get DeRozan gone, if well, Zach Levine that's a, good, leaves, that's a good point. If Alex Caruso's gone. Yeah, you, that's a good point. I, I don't see much of a... You might not be a 35-win team yeah. if all those guys are gone by Jan 1. I, I don't I don't see that, yeah. That might be. So, I mean, what you might think they are and what they're going to end up being if they start moving players. And this Zach Levine thing looks like it's uh, both sides are like, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think that's yes. going to happen. This, I think it's going to happen. This needs to be a part. I want to go. I want out of here. If you can find a mover and you like what you're getting, yes, I'm more than happy to go. I thought it was going to happen in the offseason, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. maybe it should um, I think it's going to happen. Now, can you, you know, we talked about it yesterday. Like, do you go big and do you try something like really bold and swing for Zion? He's unhappy. You're going to trade your guy. Do you try resetting with Zion and like keep your fingers crossed that he stays healthy and motivated? It's better than this. I think that'd be my response to it. We've We've seen seen this. this. We've seen this. Zion sell you some tickets too, for sure. As Maybe. long as he's playing, yeah. Yeah. I think Zion sells you some tickets. I do. I think there'd be. And is the theoretical plan then Lonzo still back next year? You do it with Zion, not with Demar. Right. Right. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't the problem this? Like, you could justify them with the continuity or keeping some of these pieces if they were at least seventh in the conference. Sure. The fact that they're twelfth. And they're starting off in a situation where last year they weren't good enough. It's like, isn't it obvious that this team is never going to be the right mix? 
I mean, to us it is. Why is it so hard for them to see? I don't know, Chris. I mean, like like you said, if they were seventh, okay, and Brooklyn's in that seventh spot right now, you know, you might be talking yourself into something else. They'd be above five hundred, you know. But as it is, you're four and eight. You've seen it before. You've seen it the last couple of years. Lonzo's not coming back to save the day. I don't know that the Zion, uh, and then might all be a pipe dream anyway, and I don't know that it's the end-all be-all and that that's going to save the franchise, but at least it's different. At least it would feel different. It would look different, and it, it I guess we'd be, it'd give us something else to, like, pin our hopes to for a little while, don't you think? I mean, yeah. like, yes. Yeah, I mean, give you really a mental would. reset. Yeah, a little really mental would. reset with the Chicago Bulls. I don't know. They're just they're they're, they're a weird oh, team, you man. Know they'd, out, they'd be pumping it. The Zion Williamson jersey would be out there. Listen, oh, that would yeah. be a popular thing. I promise. I'm sure, you. It would yeah. Be. There's yeah. there's no doubt. And then you hope to play on the on the court uh, is uh, worth the hoopla. Adams in Wheaton on ESPN 1000. Hey, Adam Wheaton. Hey guys. So I got a dilemma for you. Who is worse? And hurts their team more. Valus Jones Jr. or Patrick Williams? Uh, mine is Valus Jones so. Jr. Yeah, I, I think Valus Jones Jr. has a highlight, a uh, highlight film, or okay. I should say, uh, a low light, of, of a low light film of nothing but mistakes that would get a normal person banished to the XFL. Um, Neil Funk, the great Neil Funk, yeah. right? Former he's, voice of the well, he's got it. The Funk, he's got the yeah. Funk, longtime voice of the NBA and the Bulls. Yeah. Neil used to say. You know, he'd have an expression sometimes, right? Guys really struggling, and Neil would say, "Boy, he's trying hard, but he's he's killing them." Like meaning he's he's hurting his own team. Yeah, he's trying hard, but he's killing them. Right. That's Valus Jones. I, I think Valus like tries hard, yeah. and he's the he, and, he, there. and he kills the Bears. Yes, because he's just not good. It's Neil Funk's perfect saying and expression. Boy, he's trying hard, but he's killing yeah, them. He's killing them, killing his own guys. So the answer is clearly Bayless Jones. Killing him softly. <laughs> I mean, it's clearly. Gio's on the south side. What up, Gio? Whoa. Gio, what up? Hey, how you doing? Good. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Bears. Go ahead. And, I, and I'm listening to people talking about, ah, we just reset with the quarterback. The problem's not Justin. Justin could get better, yeah. But Justin's not the worst thing the Bears have ever had at quarterback. No. The thing about the Bears is bad. Oh, no. Not, oh, my God. Not worse. No. But the thing the Bears need to use those high draft choices to get some real studs on defense so we can stop some scoring right. and maybe get some offensive linemen. That's what hasn't been addressed. Well, the center. So the problem's not Justin. Yeah. If you trade Justin, you're going to be starting over with a quarterback. You don't know how he's going to be. He could be another whatever. They need a center you know, badly. You you're, think you're, get, you're right about that. You think you're going to get Patrick Mahomes? You think you're going to get Patrick Mahomes? No, you already blew that. Already you got Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. already you already blew Mahomes. We remember. <laughs> oh, they blew Mahomes. Don't uh, yeah, they, they already blew the chance at Mahomes. Uh, Gio, thanks. They need a center. You're right. My guess is they try to upgrade left tackle and make Braxton Jones like a really great swing tackle. We'll see. I always say, but, is there an expression out there? What's worse, the devil you know or the devil you don't know? There is some sort of an expression something like, like that. Something like Jericho. that. I didn't quite do it the way it needs to be done, but let's just try to utilize it in this scenario. You know, what's worse, knowing what you have in Justin Fields or not knowing what you have in another quarterback? Yeah. Uh, better the devil you know or better the devil you know. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Nah, that on, can't be on, right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Better the devil you know than the better. <laughs> you say better the devil you know or better the devil you know than the devil you know don't know. Okay, so they're saying that's what they're saying. Yeah. Which is the proper, is it right. better the devil you know or better the devil you, you don't, don't know? know? Yeah. Two in the hand is worth or two in the bush. One in the hand is worth two in the bush. Two in the bush is worth two in, in the, the bush hand. is worth three in the hand. <laughs> are we doing now but that's Two in the hand but no, is that's three the, the quarterback that's yeah. the quarterback yeah, are you better right, off right. with what you know you have <laughs> with his limitations and what he can do and what he can't do or with somebody all brand new that's got to reestablish that has to establish himself in the league uh eddie in plainfield formerly ed in lyle it was great seeing ed and some of his buddies at our whiskey U last Urban. night at sovereign in plainfield what's going on ed not much. I'm not going to blow any secrets, Carm, but, uh, yeah, there's some good stuff coming down the pipe. Yes. Or is it pike? Or is it I think it's pike, but I don't know. Something about a bush and a couple yeah, in the hand. I don't know. <laughs> so for those that don't go to Whiskey U, let me just tell you, and this is a broken record, Yurt, just let me put a log on the fire for a good kid. I'm ready. Carm over there. The, the guy runs a room. Now, I had a buddy. I had two buddies with me, one of whom has now won three bottles of booze. The other one, Carm, did you see how much that one he won costs? It's over 130 bucks. Oh, yeah, me. yeah, and you won't even that. Like, he won the he won the, the, the superstar one of the night because it's just so limited. Like, it's not going to be on the shelf much, yeah. So, again, I'm not going to share secrets because what's said at Sovereign stays at Sovereign, so I'm not going to get you in trouble, Carm, trust me. But a buddy of mine, Brad, cornered you and had some thoughts. And on the walk back to our car at the end of the night, we both said, you know what, we went up to him twice and said some things, and uh, we don't really need to do that. Like, he heard us. It puts him in a weird position. The guy is, you know, gracious enough to spend time with the, with everybody. So I said I'd rather be known as Eddie Sunshine than Eddie There, there you so, go. I like Eddie Sunshine. Yeah, Eddie Sunshine's here for you, Carm. But anyone who's never been to an event like this, the next time he announces one, and I'm not going to give away any secrets, it is well worth your time. The food is outstanding at wherever it is. It's it's a free event. Carm, you know, kisses babies, shakes hands. He's like Yurko personified. Uh, I imagine yeah. the good kid would be exactly the same way. I channel the good kid at these things. It's it's an awesome time, and I can't. I, I really appreciate the time that you took to talk with me and my friends. It's so always a pleasure. Have a great pleasure. Thanksgiving, boys, you and too, I'll see Ed. you at yep. the next event. All right, Eddie. See you, buddy. Have a great Thanksgiving <laughs> is right. Hey, we I got Alfred out in front. I love it. Oh, boy. Um, we're not smashing the baby, are we? Be careful. Be careful. I think he just hit the post with the little child. Oh, a little, uh, they're, they're dressed up early. I love oh, it. they got a little um, uh, Mickey Mouse. Look at that. Oh, uh, I love that. Great crowd. It's when they're the best. It's when they're the best. Great crowd and a Wait great crew. Wait till they crew. start moving. Oh, boy. Uh, last night with Black and Rock Dietrich from Black and came in. He's their master blender. Right. Um, and works closely with Metallica. Metallica doesn't just like sort of lend their name to this. Metallica's invested. I mean, right. they they They've are got money. They are all in on this. Yeah. I mean, they they are very much all in on business strategy going forward and the experimentation that they do. And and Rob was talking about that. Like it's no joke. Um, Lars especially like really has a passion for it. And so it was a, it was another fun event. We these whiskeys have been great. It's two years running because people keep coming out. And if, right. as long as people come out and have fun, we're going to keep doing it. And we do. We have two more this year because we have we're doubling up in December, and we have a very special one coming up on December sixth that we'll tell you a little bit more about uh, early next week. But two more whiskey use. You got two chances during the holidays in December, and you won't want to miss them. Make night at the movies. Hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick before we break. We have a developing situation here. Is this with Paulie? He oh. usually calls by now. 
All right, Normally, now, now you're scary. No, now, no, no. I'm not, I'm not yeah, trying no, to do that, this. That's I'm not right, man. Listen, I've been looking at the phone lines. I know his area code. I know he, he calls oh, at no. like 101 every Thursday. He been and he calls in and goes, hey, it's time for my picks every Thursday, except for this Thursday. Okay. He hasn't called in yet. All right. I'm just Calm saying. Down. I'm, I'm just, listen, There's I'm concerned for my, my guy. Text Cheesecake. Adam. Call him. Do you Text have him. his number, don't you? I think I do, yeah. All right, call him. I'll call him. All right, McKnight at the Movies coming up. Paulie's picks. Todd Furman at 135. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. McKnight at the Movies. Connor McKnight recreates classic cinema on Carmen and Yurko. Only on ESPN Chicago. Adam has checked in with Polly Cheesecake. He's fine. He's going to give us his picks in a little bit. But right now, it's time for McKnight at the Movies. And the winner today will get one of those holiday flex packs from the White Sox. On sale now through December 29th. WhiteSox.com slash holiday packs. That's where to go to buy them. First correct caller will win. We'll play along with you. We do not know the movies. Which Connor selects. We do, we, we do not. Yes. Uh, I was, uh, I I was on top a, of it last yes, week. Yes, you were. I, I got a quick. I haven't got one correct in a long time. Let's see how we do By today. By the way, this is one of Nico's favorite segments, my son. Yep. He yeah, loves this. Everybody he loves lives this. for this. Matter of fact, I'm going to keep it tuned in because maybe he'll help me get the answer. Because okay. I truly stink at no, this game. you don't stink. I stink. It. Oh, don't sell yourself short, Judge. I stink. You're a tremendous louch. I know what I do. I smell. Here we go. First correct caller wins at 312-332-3776. Let's have some fun. McKnight at the Movies, part one. Our scene opens on a disagreement, a family squabble. These two characters are powerful, each in their own right, but there's definitely an older and younger brother thing going on. The older brother is hung up on decorum. The younger brother missed an appointment, and he is not sorry. The sarcasm is thick, evident enough for an audience of, say, seven-year-olds to pick up on it. There's a third in the scene. It looks like the older brother has an attendant. Most of this guy's stature do. This third is nebbish, plumy, and British. Nebbish, plumy, and British. Hmm. The guy that hosts the night show. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what his name is, but I can't. I, I need to find oh, out oh, some oh, about oh. the actor. I think I know. Yeah, you know, I'm talking. I think that's the actor. I do not see it in Twitch yet. I do not know it yet. Let's I don't know it either. Let's try part two and find out about the actors. A bit on our actors. The oldest has one of the most recognizable voices on the planet. The younger just chews scenery and is fantastic in this movie. The Brit you know mostly from not talking, but not in this role. Also in this movie, but not in the scene, Ferris, Sister Dolores, Isaac Jaffe, Max Bialystock, Romeo, Randy Taylor, Mandy Hampton, Winnie the Pooh, and Queen Aeolion. Oh, my God. I mean, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> that didn't help me at all. Oh. That, I got. Well, we nothing. know Matthew Broderick is in it. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. zero from this. And uh, Nathan Lane, I believe. Uh, I do not see it in Twitch yet. Wow, yeah. I don't. No know. one's got it on the phone yet. Either. Yeah, everyone this is, is stunned. Like the Y'all hardest. Need to think oh, a little. Come here. You got, got it. The, the clues are there. This is the hardest yeah. one yet. Uh, did Yurko cheat? No. Did someone just give him a, yeah, a lifeline? What did Nico say? Is that what it is? I don't know. I'm just guessing something with those two in it. You gave me two actors. I just guessed something with those two in it. It might be. All right, here we go. Here's part three. 
Back to our scene. This disagreement is turning sour. The older brother is pushing right through the sarcasm. And the younger brother flips sarcasm to threat. Taking the bait, the older brother pounces. But that's disarmed by more sly slinking from the younger of the pair. As Shakespeare adaptations go, this one is a winner. Making it a musical definitely gets to the kids. All told, this movie probably has to be considered a top five all-time animated film. So it's they're all their voices. It's an animated film, and it's a Shakespeare. It's a play off of Shakespeare. Yeah, it's like it's it's like it's it's. It's like a Taming of the Shrew. Or something I don't, like I don't that. remember them doing a Taming of the Shrew. I don't think that'd make a good animated cartoon. I don't know. I'm lost. I don't know. I I, I, I for the first time in like forever, I'm totally stumped. I'm, I'm perplexed. Twitch is all over it. Twitch now. has got it yeah. now. I don't yeah. have it. Um, yeah, I don't think I have it. Uh, I don't. So I'm, I'm surprised that you didn't get this, Carm. Am I going to be mad at myself? I think so. I think when, when you think back to the original clues that were given, the, the first piece that you played, you're going to say, oh, of course. A brother, two brothers in an animated... This yeah. movie caused yeah. a lot of uh, concern it. from my wife. Oh, I think now I might have just gotten it. Now I think I just got it. Uh, at least I think. I don't even know. All right, let's go to... It doesn't matter. I'm, this is a loss for me. I'm not taking this as a win, even though I think with that clue, maybe I know it. Dan is in Gray's Lake. Dan, what's the movie? The movie is The Lion King. The Lion King. Uh, I said it just the before. Yeah, yeah, I think the you said I, it. There I, you go. I didn't get it. Uh, hold on one second, Dan. Good job yeah. on you. And uh, that, that was a tough one for me. Yeah, that was a tough one. I mean, what did Yurko write down? He wrote down the producer. The producer. Okay, yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of people were guessing that yeah, as well. Yeah, the a producer, lot of people were guessing that. Because he said Max stop. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. Uh, damn, I mean, Nathan Lane and, and Ferris, we should have known, and, and Matthew Broderick should have known that. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, I've seen The Lion King. Obviously, I know the story of The Lion King. I, yeah, I was like in high school when The Lion King came out, so it's not one that I'm, you know. Why did your wife get scared about the Lion King? So she was very concerned that, and like, up until the minute of delivery, was if you because I had it ready on oh, my phone. Oh, because you were gonna. Uh, I was gonna do the, do the, the thing in the beginning. That's funny. All right, that's with funny. My daughter, like, hold the and she up. was like, she was a, like, the doctor was coming, and she goes, "I swear to God, if you pull up that damn song," and I was like, "All right, that, fine, I won't." That's funny. Like I was I ready. You were I, had pull ready. A, I thought you were pulling a Rafiki. You were no, grab I had the it baby ready. I, mean, I was going to. I was going to do that. Like I was going to hold it up. I had everything ready. That's funny. Good job. I like that. All right, here we go. Here is the reveal. Why, if it isn't my big brother descending from on high to mingle with the commoners? Sarabi and I didn't see you at the presentation of Simba. That was today? Oh, I feel simply awful. Must have slipped my mind. Yes, well, as slippery as your mind is, as the king's brother, you should have been first in line. Well, I was first in line. Until the little hairball was born. That hairball is my son and your future king. Oh, I shall practice my curtsy. Don't turn your back on me, Scar. Oh, no, Mufasa. Perhaps you shouldn't turn your back on me. Is that a challenge? Temper, temper. I wouldn't dream of challenging you. Pity. Why not? Well, as far as brains go, I got the lion's share. But when it comes to brute strength... I'm afraid I'm at the shallow end of the gene pool. 
The other thing we should have known is when he said the greatest voice of all time. I mean, I'm, and I even thought like wait, Jeremy so Irons. No, no, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jeremy Jones. Irons is the best part of that movie, if yeah. you ask me. Jeremy Irons is a killer actor, man. Oh, Just I thought I thought Pumba, I thought Pumba and Timon were the best. No, Jeremy yeah, Irons. If the there was going to give a supporting actor, it would be for Pumba and Timon. No. Jeremy Irons is the best part of that. That's, he's awesome. He's so good. So good. His, he's just like... What about Nala? I, I love in him. A, in a under... I'd like to do a take five Jeremy Irons movies, actually, one of these days. We don't, we don't celebrate him enough. Okay. He's great in Die Hard 2. Wait, no, Tell which me. one? He was in Die Hard. Yeah, he was in the second yes, one, right? You're, second one, yes. No, the third one. Was it Jeremy the third Irons? one? Yeah. yeah the with second the Vengeance. One, the second one is at the airport. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The, the third, third one, one is in Yankee Stadium. Yes. Which Famous was, line, keeps the bottle. Yeah, keeps the bottle. That's right. It keeps, keeps, the call. Keeps, keeps the bottle. Chris keeps the bottle. Keeps the bottle. He's great in that. The third one's better than the second one. The first one's the best, but the third one's better than the second one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like the second one. That's still good. It's all right. It's still Die Hard. It's still Die Hard, yeah. Also blowing. Back you know, in the like, day, we used to have great movies. Now, now everything has to be marvelized. Back right. in the day, yeah, you could yeah. just have a situation, right. and it, one individual has to find his way out of a situation. It was great. Also crash landing an entire... Passenger plane full of people. I mean, it's like ugh, it's a little harsh. It worked. I don't know. Dude. It worked. It's a little harsh. They got the point. Now we're across. just gonna crash land a plane full of two hundred and fifty <laughs> people. It's maybe a little, maybe a little rough. Uh, coming up, we're gonna talk to Todd Furman live in Vegas. I do want to do the top five Jeremy Irons at some point with you, Yurko. Yeah, I'll tell you when I'm on vacation. And then you <laughs> oh, come do on, that you one. love Jeremy Irons. <laughs> uh, we will talk to Todd Furman. We'll get Polly's picks and an update on the ladies' situation coming up with him as well. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. One of our favorite times of the week. We spend a segment going over the best plays and all the hot action in Vegas. One of the best in the business, Todd Furman. He is our guy. He is at Todd Furman on Twitter. Make sure you... Listen to the podcast, the Bet the Board podcast, wherever you get your pods. He joins us on the Car X Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. And uh, we'll get into the Week 11 kickoff game tonight because it's a pretty interesting one. But we always like to start with the Bears. And it's been a really interesting line move uh, from all the way out to 10.5, looking at like 7.5 now. Yurko thinks they're a live dog. He's calling for Bears uh, for the outright win and the live outright dog. upset. But live dog. Boy, did the pro betters hammer the Bears with all those points once it uh, started seeming like Justin Fields was going to be back early in the week, Todd. There was definitely an appetite to back the Bears with Justin Fields here at plus 10. Now, as we get towards that 7.5 area, I don't think there's reason to run to the window to try and back the Bears. Uh, I love Yurko's optimism about a team that's looked a heck of a lot more buttoned up in recent weeks, but this is still a Lions group that's going to put a little bit more stress on the defense than they've grown accustomed to in the last couple of games. They have an ability to run the football, and I think that'll be the matchup to watch. Can Detroit provide some balance? The Bears have been stout against the run. The one concern I do have with Fields, and I know the Bears have erred on the side of caution, let's see how his grip and his ability to hang on to the football looks in this particular contest. But there is no doubt the Bears were the professional side of plus 10, and we'll see if this number does get as low as a full touchdown. Pro betters gravitating towards any like certain or singular fields prop bet maybe because of what you just said with the thumb injury? Like, Does he run a little bit more? Is, is there any angle that uh, betters have tried to attack in the prop market? I haven't seen a whole heck of a lot in that department, but the reality of it is, as we sit here on a Thursday for Sunday, most professionals aren't going to get into the prop markets early on. Mm. They're just not liquid enough 
for them to try and tip their hand and give odds makers a chance to adjust before limits will open up. So they typically play those cards tight to the vest. Uh, up until game day where they're able to move uh, a decent amount of weight. Interesting matchup tonight, Bengals and Ravens. uh, Pretty big for both teams, especially considering the way both lost last week at home. Ravens concluding a three-game homestand. They got trips to the Chargers, Jags, and Niners coming up over uh, their next four. So this is an important one. Injuries, though, right, Todd? I mean, no Hubbard again for the Bengals. No T. Higgins again. They can't keep Ronnie Stanley healthy. He's out. I don't think uh, Marlon Humphrey's going to play. So does this come down to injuries and uh, how are people trying to attack the three-and-a-half in this game tonight? This game takes on massive importance, uh, given everything going on in the AFC North. I don't think either of these teams expected to come into this game off a loss uh, in the fashion that they did so. The Bengals pretty much outclassed since the opening drive against the Houston Texans. Meanwhile, the Ravens find a way to squander a two-touchdown lead against a quarterback we know, know is that's going to be shelved for the duration of the regular season. You look at the Bengals' schedule, as you mentioned, Carm, they have the NFL's hardest remaining strength to schedule. Their opponent's win percentage from here on out, north of 650. So Mm -hmm. if they're going to get back to the playoffs, they're going to need to earn it. You look at Joe Burrow and this Bengals team. Burrow has been outstanding when installed as an underdog. 9-1 and one against the spread the last 10 times he's caught points. The Ravens, meanwhile, have not exactly been great when installed as a divisional favorite, just going 1-7 and seven in that role. But I think, you know, you mentioned some of the defensive injuries, and that's the angle worth attacking. I actually like it over the total uh, a little bit, more so in the first half. The problem is the 22 and a half have been cleared out in favor of 23. Mm-hmm. But I think you're going to see the Ravens look to attack in space the same way that we saw Houston go out there and get after the Bengals' defense. Baltimore uh, had real problems stopping the run last week against the Browns. That's not the way the Bengals want to move it, so I think the Bengals will try and play a little aerial attack. Uh, I think this game could be a little bit higher scoring despite the rash of unders we've seen in prime time this yeah. season. Sunday night, we got Broncos going up uh, to play the Vikings, I believe. No, no this one's at home in Denver. Yeah, in Denver. Two and a half point fa- uh, favorite below a key number. Uh, Deshaun Payton and the Broncos got things figured out. If you'd have told me weeks ago, Yerk, that we'd have a meeting between these games that carried a ton of intrigue, uh, I would have laughed at you. But here the Vikings are, fresh off a five-game winning streak, doing it all without uh, their best weapon in Justin Jefferson. And the Broncos fresh off not just one outright upset as more than a touchdown dog, but doing it in back-to-back weeks. Now, if you're going to tell me Denver wins the turnover battle with a plus-four margin, I'd be more than happy to back the Broncos in this spot like they've done the last two times we've seen them. Not sure that's going to be in the cards. Meanwhile, Minnesota, you look at Josh Dobbs. He looked every bit the part, at least in the second quarter. But you look at his performances in the first, third, and fourth, and it left a lot to be desired. The hardest part in trying to make a case for either side here is you're paying a premium to back both of these sides. And for me, I just don't see an angle worth exploiting in that regard. Would lean under the total, though. I think you see uh, both these defenses rise up, uh, and I'm not sure we see a ton of chunk plays from either of their offenses. Todd Furman from the Bet the Board podcast is our guest. It's Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Steelers, Browns, you're looking at a total of 32.5. And And if I did my research correctly uh, using uh, the stat head filter, it looks like going back to the 2011 season, this could potentially be just the third total this low. Uh, Coincidentally enough, the other two games featured the Browns. We know Watson's done for the year. They're going back to DTR. But, I mean, really the only question is 32.5 in an NFL game in this day and age is uh, almost absurd. And, like, you've talked about this in the past. You're you're just – you're really not leaving yourself any wiggle room if – uh, there are, there's any scoring early in the game, right, Todd? 
No, there's not exactly a whole lot of breathing room. You get a defensive score or special teams touchdown, it suddenly becomes an uphill battle. But we've seen it plenty in the college ranks on Saturdays. I mean, every week, oddsmakers continue to set Iowa totals lower and lower, <laughs> and those games end with the first team getting to 12 uh, more, more often than not. What's interesting about this game, though, is even when we thought Deshaun Watson was healthy, professional bettors were willing to go under 37. Mm. Now, at 33, I have not seen any support for the under <laughs> since that news broke yesterday. Uh, but I do think the side offers a little bit of opportunity and upside. It was a game I was going to highlight in the best bet portions okay. at the end of our segment, but I'll get there now. I think it's a good opportunity to buy low on Cleveland here. Okay. Uh, when you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, they've been outgained in all nine of their contests. We know Mike Tomlin has said, hey, look, our goal is to be uh, you know, risk-averse and avoid turnovers at all costs. But here's a defense uh, that got the better of them in the first time around. It was the Steelers' defense, though, mustering not one but two touchdowns there. And I think going into this game, knowing what DTR is capable of doing after having that one start against the Ravens and a full week of preparation and practice, uh, you're going to see a very run-heavy attack from the Browns. And I think they carry up some of that, follow up some of that momentum from last week with a big win here. Uh, I like Cleveland minus the one. All right, I got two more questions about two college games for you real quick. Then we'll get to a couple other best plays. And I just want to ask you about these two. Um, just because of some scheduling and some like you know some spot uh, reasons, and you brought up Iowa. I mean, here we are again. Thirty and a half is the total in Illinois and Iowa. A win for Iowa secures a spot in the Big Ten championship game. A win for Illinois gets them bowl eligible. I guess I would just ask, like spot wise, is it you know do do both teams try to put their best foot forward, especially offensively? Could this finally be a game where we do see an Iowa game go over the total? The betting market seems to think so, but they're, part of the reason we've seen some over money is a major injury in that Iowa secondary. Cooper DeGene, mm-hmm. uh, given some of the reports out of Iowa City, not quite sure the exact nature of his lower body injury, uh, but he is a massive loss in the back end in terms of patrolling that secondary. And don't yeah. look now, but suddenly Illinois is running the air raid attack, or yeah. so it would appear, with dominant offensive performances. Now, maybe they take a step back with uh, Luke Altmaier regaining the starting job. John Paddock was outstanding last week in the fourth. 48-45 win against Indiana. You look at this Hawkeyes team, and they want to run the ball first and foremost, but they showed a little bit through the air against Rutgers. You can't run against Illinois, but you can sure pass on them. I'd have no problem if folks wanted to make a case to go over a total at 31, knowing that 17-14 to 14 gets you a push in that spot. Mm. Uh, but I do think the dog, if you're able to find a 3.5, makes a little bit of sense as well. You mentioned some of those uh, at what these teams have at stake, yeah. and I think they balance each other out with Iowa playing to represent the West, uh, to get crushed by whoever comes out of the East and Illinois just getting to the postseason, knowing that they may have one more chance next week against Northwestern should they need it. And then I'll ask you one more here real quick, and this is the Missouri-Florida game where uh, Mizzou is laying 11.5. Is this a little bit of a, a get-right spot finally for Florida? Like, is the pressure, like, does Billy Napier start feeling the heat a little bit? Um, and at what point does Missouri just kind of have somewhat of a natural letdown after another impressive, certainly in the second half, just kind of running away from Tennessee with that impressive win last week? And Missouri comes into this game riding one of the nation's longest ATS win streaks. It's six straight games. It puts them in rarefied air with New Mexico State and Troy uh, for that distinction. You look at what Missouri has done, and to your point, they've gone out there and really exceeded oddsmakers' expectations with regularity. Uh, we saw what Cody Schrader did both on the ground and through the air last week in their win against Tennessee. 
you wonder if this is where that collective exhale comes in. Florida, though, on the road for the second straight week, just had no answers for Jaden Daniels last week. But you are being asked to pay a premium to back Missouri. It's Florida or pass. My big concern with the Gators is they are so banged up defensively. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to get here, knowing that their Super Bowl potentially lies next week against Florida State. But suddenly the Gators will need to get one of these next two games to get that elusive six win and keep some of those goo birds away in Gainesville, uh, given what Billy Napier hasn't been able to deliver, at least in his first two years. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, best bet time. You mentioned a good spot to buy low on Cleveland minus the one. What else do we like this weekend? Uh, A couple of other ugly ducklings that I'm sure listeners are going to be thrilled when I share with them. One of them is the Arizona Cardinals, plus the five against the Houston Texans. There is a little bit of a battle in the market here, but Houston's a team right now that has a giant target on their back. They put together pretty complete efforts each of the last few weeks. They have a huge game on deck with Jacksonville, and I'm willing to pay a price that they won't go out there, run away, and hide against the Cardinals. Now, I know there is a level of familiarity between D'Amico Ryans, who used to be the D.C. in San Francisco, and Kyler Murray, but I think this is an Arizona team that's gone out there and shown fight. Uh, I really believe they can be in this game from start to finish, so I'll take the five. And when we look at college football, uh, nothing says spending your Saturday looking to try and watch Old Dominion against Georgia Southern, but that's what we're going to do. I'm going to take the Monarchs plus the six and a half against Georgia Southern. Two teams trending in different directions. ODU got beat up pretty bad last week against Liberty, but I think that creates a little bit of line value here for what I have as the better running team uh, with a slightly better defense. So I'll take the points with the road underdog. I love it. I'm all. Uh, I'm totally with you on the AZ play two plus those five. All right, great stuff as always, my friend. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you early because of the holiday next week we'll chat next wednesday okay sounds like a plan and uh, hopefully connor bedard puts four or five more in the back of the net between now and the next time we chat It'd be a beautiful thing my friend we'll see you later todd there's be todd Furman, the bet the board podcast yeah the hawks finally back in action tonight right they've had an extended break uh make sure you listen to the podcast always great breakdown uh follow it wherever you get your pods and follow todd on twitter uh, they had to cool Brown. off bedard that's what they did the they nhl cool tried to bedard. cool off bedard you know what we haven't talked about? That, that the player in England getting uh, arrested yeah. and charged with manslaughter, right? Yeah. Adam Johnson was the player he that got cut. He was the cut. player that got cut and was it died. Pet, Petgrave or Pengrave or something, something like that. Something like that. They haven't like identified him, but that seemed to be the player on the video. But I don't think they publicly identified yeah. his name yet, even though he was arrested. That whole story, I can't bring myself to watch that video. I, 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 I saw it inadvertently, not knowing what happened. Yeah. And uh, can't yeah. go back and watch it, especially as like no. play, uh, playing hockey. Like I can't do it. It was weirdly unorthodox. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, for sure. Let's uh, get Paulie's picks here in a few minutes and find out what's going on. I think the date is tonight, I think, because I, I said, why don't we talk to him next? I, I said, why don't we talk to him Friday? That's right. It's supposed so to be we can tonight. break down the date. Let's find out what's going to happen uh, with Paulie coming up next. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. All right, real quick here, injury report is out. What are we looking at, Abdallah, for Bears-Lions Thursday injury report? Uh, Justin Fields is a full participant again. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds did not practice again. So that's trending in a bad direction, obviously. Yes, that is. uh, And Dante Foreman was limited again with an ankle injury. All right, really, Edmonds is the significant it. one because it looks like yeah. maybe trending towards another missed game for yeah. Sam Edmonds. Sanborn's played pretty well, though. 
Yeah, in his I thought Sanborn has played well. Hawks are on home ice tonight. They've had an extended break. What's with like the NHL? Like right now, the Senators are playing the Red. Is it a holiday in Canada or something? I, like, I don't why know. Are the Senators and Red Wings playing right now. Like that game's live afternoon on a Thursday. On a Thursday. Like why did the Hawks? They play? wanted no kids at the game. Why did the Hawks play Sunday at noon in Miami? Is it because the Dolphins were on by, so they're trying something cute like? Oh well, like why? Why is the NHL putting a hockey game on at noon on Sunday in the I, NHL? I, in the I, NFL I don't understand the NHL, so it's right, a little it's, bit difficult it, for me. And I, the only, my only thought was like, are they trying something cute where the Dolphins run by? So here's a chance. Okay, there's no football in Miami today, but there's the rest of the league, of course, which we're all addicted to. There's no football in Miami. Come see the Hawks play the Panthers. I don't know. Like, are they playing a day game on a? NFL Sunday, right at noon, or 1 o'clock East Coast time. This Saturday, anyway. they play at Nashville at 1 o'clock. The Hawks? The Hawks do. That's a little bit better than on Sunday. Though. 1 o'clock on a Saturday. Weird. All right, let's bring in Paulie. Before the picks, uh, tonight is date night. Uh, my mom's my mom my, my mom is uh, a little injured right now, so I can't I can't cancel. Why? Wait now, is your mom okay? Is she all right? Yeah, she has gout. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. get the H out. Oh. That yeah. is so a when did this happen? When, when, without. when did this happen? You Earlier in the week, you informed Malata yeah. that yeah. she can't uh, come to see yeah. you? Yeah, we, we talked mutually. So was, she, we're gonna, we're, was she heartbroken? She understood. Okay, so when is the, the reschedule, uh, rescheduled date? We're, we're gonna, we'll discuss, and I'll let you know ASAP, I okay. promise. All right. All right, but it's still going to happen. I'm right? going to call on Tuesday. By the way, I'm going to call on Tuesday. For the holiday. Right, the holiday. Are you making a... Uh, so the date can't happen next week is the holiday, right? She's not coming for Thanksgiving. No, no, no. No, okay. no she's not. No. Uh, what okay. about... The, are you making a cheesecake get the, for Thanksgiving? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make I'm gonna make one for... I'm going to make a chocolate butterscotch. Mm. I'm also going to buy the Cheetos tomorrow. Buy the Cheetos? Cheetos for No, what? Tito's. Oh, Tito's. Gotcha. What is the Tito's the for? Te- for? For the with holiday? The, yeah, have that with some pineapple juice. Oh, Tito's and pineapple. Oh, okay. that's very all good. Right, all right. Yeah. Okay, See, very good. My A1C is 5.1, so I'm, I'm good. Is that good? Yes, it is. I don't know my A1C. So, all right. I'm did a, you I'm... buy your mom some cherry juice for the guy? Yes, I did. Yeah, yes, I did. That'll work. Yeah. Right. Have yeah. Well, salad, this is a little, uh, I mean, we hope your mom's okay. It's a little disappointing to hear that the date had to be postponed. But, okay. What are Paulie's picks for the week? I'm taking the opposite of time. I want Houston. You want Houston? Okay, Houston. you're going to lay the five with Houston. All right. What else? I'm saying. The Raiders are, let, let me the guess. Raiders are, let me guess. The Raiders are going to lose. Okay, so you're going to lay 13 and a half? Yes. I knew this was coming. Dolphins minus 13 and a half. Okay, and? And uh, the team Stephen A. Smith hates, the Cowboys. You're going to lay the uh, 10 and a half? Yeah. Okay, Dallas minus 10 and a half. What is uh, the record, Adam, on the year for Paulie? He, uh, he 15 went 15 and 15. He's 16, 13, and 1. 16, 13, and 1 we yeah, have you. Yeah, because he okay, pushed with okay. the Bears last yeah, week. And I, he got I, went two two and, I went 2 and 1. I know. All right. Yeah. Not bad, though. Above 500. All right, Paulie. Thank you. Uh, we hope your mom feels better. Right. Call next weekend. Let's try to get a, Listen, a date I, secured I, for the date. And on Tuesday, I'm going to call live from work. Oh, wonderful. You're not going to get in trouble for that? or No, 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 because I already discussed it with my bosses. They said it was cool. All right. Are they cool? Are the bosses pretty cool? 
Yes, they are. Okay. They're, 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 uh, they're, they're, they're Cowboys and Giants fans, so it's well, okay. Of course, that's what everybody. I mean, you're you know you're in, no Eagles fans. You're in West Jersey. I thought. Oh yeah, yes, yes. The, the, there's Eagles fans. Trust me. There's a little bit of a battle going on there. All yeah. right, have a good weekend. Tell your mom to feel so, better. All right, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. So the date had to be postponed before uh, Mrs. Cheesecake has gout. gout. Boy, that's painful. Yeah, it's not Why good. is she retaining her uric acid? Gout. Gout. Get, Get the blank out. out. This is a pain we can <laughs> do without. It's gout, it's gout. <laughs> Talking about gout. Get out. Oh, that's man. my gout song. That's the gout that's song. That's how you get rid of gout. Awesome. No awesome. matter what you try to do, it's so pink. Coming I've up, had it. Cross I've had it. who's got the final word, boys? Man. Who's got the final word, Adam? Matt in Buffalo Grove. Yeah, we forgot to ask Todd about that. Let's remember that for next week. Yeah. Uh, I, that's my fault. We, were, we had too many games to talk about with Todd. Coming up, Crosstalk in two minutes with Waddle and Sylvia. They're live at Hallis today. A Matt from Buffalo Grove has the final word. Carmen and Yurko present today's. Final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. Had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yurko. So question. I, I've been hearing a lot, Yurko, you referenced it before. There's a lot of thoughts that the Bears can go up to Detroit and win this week. Hell yeah! Uh, but I guess, uh, where are those coming from?